Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast, except this week when we are still a We Are All Mad Here podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. Marietta is my friend, and I love her dearly, and I just want to say that. Oh, wow. I'm so touched. <laughs> this has been such a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Marietta Jones. We are all mad here. Samson Davis. At time of recording, we are at the back end of the longest election day ever. So we are all mad here. Yeah. And Alex Finn. So right now in my brain, something just keeps screaming in like a song, monkey. Monkey, like, monkey, 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 monkey. And I can't get it to stop. We're having a good time, guys. This is what happens when Alex drinks. Yes. You should see the chat mm -hmm. that we had have had during this session. We've had a chat during this session? I think I broke Samson and Dan. You know. Zoom chat. Oh, the Zoom chat. Mm -hmm. The Zoom chat's been here the whole time? <laughs> With the ship passage at Cash Grass or Ass. Oh, that um, was funny. What? A for effort, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Memory of a lover. We have an important item of business to take care of before we start today's episode, and that is we have a new patron. Woo! Hell yeah. Hell yeah! We're marketable. Who'd have thought? So, our newest patron is Liu Ellens. Thank you so much, Liu Ellens, for supporting the show. She just started following us. There's been some fun conversation in our Discord about things that we can do. But thank you so much, Leo Allens, for your support. It means the world to us that you're supporting us. And they are also one of our new Proctor backers, which is our, our top tier support. So thank you so much as it helps us move towards our goals of improving our audio environment and getting us to the point where we can do things like character portraits and live streaming one shots and things like that. Big dreams. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yes, and someday to that second Invisible Sun campaign. <laughs> I'm about to become a patron. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, who remembers what happened last time? I am going to pick on Alex. Okay, so last time, scene. Everyone wakes up in a cabin being yelled at by a bitchy little white rabbit saying we're late. But fuck you, we're not late. Be but we have a quest, and we are off to help Maury Hoofenbottom something something. Maury Hoofbottom. Yes, because he, like the player Alex, has an issue with suddenly getting very disorganized and just being overwhelmed with things. Like, it was just the most called out I've ever felt. <laughs> so the problem is that Maury has lost his blinders, and he's so unable to focus. He is constantly overwhelmed by his constantly piling up work. So the party decide we're going to try and help him by cleaning his office, except for the two important stacks. And we found nothing. Went to his house, cleaned it, found nothing. Messed it back up, found the panties. <laughs> um, came back to Murray, who's just like, IDK whose panties those are. 
And, you know, I also enjoy going to this bar. And so we went to the bar and we're just like, whose panties are these? And turns out to be a blue fairy who made private appointments and then they weren't supposed to be making private appointments. And so, vengeance. We went to talk to the king about confirming we would actually get what we were promised. After that, we followed Tink to a path that got us to a port town where we had to buy passage with cash, grass, or ass. We chose cash and ass. And we got to Sin City, where if you do not sin, you will be destroyed in some manner. You will either become a donkey and pull a cart or become dog food, or you'll be trapped in a coffin by bunnies. You know, bunnies, it must be bunnies. Mm-hmm. And as we're making our way to the gambling establishment, Sir Percy notices that, holy shit, I'm not sinning far enough. And so Sir Percy has taken drugs. That is the abridged version. Yes. And now we're at the gambling establishment and we have found the target of the vengeance and the owner of the panties. Presumably. I mean, would... Do you really think Mario could get a bunch of chicks? Well, he had to pay for this one, so. Had to or did? I don't know. Mori's got impulse control mm-hmm. problems. Oh, poor Mori. That was very good, Alex. Okay, so you guys have just come into the Billy Goat's Gruff. You've just seen the fairy with blue hair apparently win some sort of gambling game. And Sir Percy is probably only five minutes away from an hallucinogenic experience, so... What would you guys like to do now? Oh, quick question. Did we want to put another um, content warning at the beginning of this episode, or do you think the last one is sufficient? Ooh, good point. So, just a content warning. We are playing We Are All Mad here. It is a fairy tale setting, but fairy tales often involve themes of mental illness, and while we don't necessarily call it out directly, it is a front and center theme in We Are All Mad here games. So, just a small content warning at the beginning of the game. If you or a loved one is struggling with mental health issues, please know that there are resources available. We will have some links to those in the show notes. Um, please take care of yourselves. Okay, so blue-haired fairy, what are you guys doing? We go up to her. Yeah, we go up to her. Okay, so you're walking up to her. What are you going to say? We're just going to stand there awkwardly. Hey, you. Okay. Ivy whips out the panties <laughs> and declares... <laughs> Where were you on the night of... Yeah, pretty much. We believe these are yours. We would like to trade them back for what you have stolen. What are you talking about? And why are you waving panties in my face? They're your panties, lady. Where are the blinders? Okay, so (laughs) one of you guys is going to need to make me a social role. (laughs) That's probably going to be... No, it's going to be Agrippina. She just said you just tried to add something. Well, Ivy said something first, so Ivy could roll first, but then Agrippina's going to have to make her own roll. So, Ivy, this is a nine, but you're trained, so it's a six. Ten. Okay. So, Agrippina, you will have an asset on this, which makes it a six for you. Aw, thanks. That's natural one. Oh. Oh, man. I still don't have any XP for the uh, listeners' information. <laughs> okay. 
Well, nobody else is going to spend their XP. The blue hood fairy is going <laughs> to. What's that look, face? Oh, I have an XP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So does so does Alex. Yeah, I'm just like, do is this funnier not to do it? Yeah, is it funnier not to do it? Because then we can sin with wrath. But I also. And you're about to get high on drugs, so maybe save your XP. Hmm. I'm kind of holding on to the XP for when you, like, lose your mind on drugs. So you hold on to that for when I lose my mind on drugs. I'm going to spend this one for Marietta. Oh, so thoughtful. I'm going to not use that dice. <laughs> Roll another one. I'm going to use a different dice, because I want a 13. Okay. So the blue hair fairy says, okay, so I don't know how you've got a pair of my underwear, but I need you to explain yourselves. I haven't stolen anything. I don't. I'm not a thief. Okay, well, do you know where bottom hoofs, hoof bottoms, fucking blinders are? I won those off him fair and square. Wait, wait. <laughs> Back it up. <laughs> you won them off of him? Yeah, we were we were playing a game. We were betting things. Okay, well, can we buy them from you or something? Oh, no, no, no. I want to win them from her. Oh. Well, I don't have them anymore. I won them in the game that he and I were playing. And then I I lost them in another game here. Uh, Where be they now? Here to share any further information, and I'll hold up a gold coin. <laughs> well, I mean, I I don't really discuss those kinds of things. I mean, the game he and I were playing wasn't exactly the kind of thing you play in public. Look, I'll lean on the table in front of her, holding Bathsheba in my hand. We really need to know who you sold these blinders to. We'll pay him. Okay, give me a six social roll. <laughs> uh, 13. Okay. So she says, listen, like, it's not my fault. Like, okay, admittedly, I get it. Maury was drunk and he was a little horny and kind of caught up in the moment of the game. So, you know, I don't hold that against him. But um, I lost it here in a dice game um, with Leander. And he won them off of me. I don't know, you know, what else to tell you. I mean, he he won the game fair and square. I was certain I had it. I was certain I had it. I went all in with the blinders and everything else. And then he won it off of me. And I've been here ever since, like, scraping by what I could to win back the money I lost. And I'm getting close. So close. But, yeah, Leander's got him now. Okay, so where's Leander? Well, as far as I know, he's still in the city. I know he was going to go apply to be part of the Wild Hunt. The city as in Catch Fools or uh, Night Vale? Oh, Catch Fools. We're talking here. Well, then we're off. To, to where? Clearly to shake your panties in this other person's face. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I guess you, you could. I mean, I don't know how that would go over. I mean, this is the Wild Hunt we're talking about. Well, are you going to buy these panties from us, or am I going to continue shaking them? I'm not going to buy them again. I have plenty of panties. <laughs> well, then, we're going to go shake them at the Wild Hunt. Okay. Good luck. I'm going to keep playing dice over here. Where where be this Wild Hunt? Or where where just want to play? I mean, I think it's on the northern edge of town. Well, northern as we reckon it obviously depends on which way the fish is pointing at the time. Closer to the gullet, let's put it that way. That's where the the three hunters that lead the event go. You know, 
bright day, radiant sun, dark night, the the hunters extraordinaire. They they choose six every year to be part of the wild hunt. And this guy that you lost the blinders to is participating. Well, he went to go apply. I don't know if he was accepted. I'm probably not. He sounds lame, but okay. Yeah, we should go check that out. Ivy gives this fairy a wedgie and leaves. <laughs> okay, so that is going to be a nine. Might roll. Eighteen. Okay, so you give this fairy a wedgie. With the underwear she's currently wearing? Yeah. Please make a nine speed defense roll. No, intellect defense. Oh, God damn it. What? If you fail, Percy will take the attack. By the way, Percy, things are getting kind of fuzzy hmm. around the edges for you. <laughs> Excellent. Lovely. Perfect. Fourteen. Okay. You manage to dodge as she blasts some sort of magical energy in your direction. She's like, fuck. God damn it. Get the fuck out of here. Ah, we've sinned successfully, so Percy. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Where, where are we going? We head aft to the, uh, Gullet of this beast. You gotta find this Leander dude. Oh, does Leander have a last name? I didn't catch it. We were just gambling at the table. What does he look like? She's just been wedgie, dude. Um, so... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm surprised you even <laughs> responded. <laughs> yeah, so I think there's probably... She's just been wedgied. Yeah, I don't think that Agrippina understands social <laughs> interaction. Yeah, so Agrippina, I get, think it's going to be a 15 social role to try to get an answer about what he looks like. Two. She's like, fuck off, bitch. <laughs> wow. <Damn it>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. <laughs> what are you guys going to do? Yeah, Ivy still holding Sir Percy's hands going towards the wild hunt. Yeah, so you got a name in the wild hunt. That's it. Then let's go. Well, maybe someone else in here would tell us what he looks like. Someone else had to gambled with him. Depends. What do you want to do? Ivy and Sir Percy seem to be walking towards the door. Agrippina and Whitbourne can do whatever they want. Uh, Whitbourne's walking towards the door. No, fine. We're all walking towards the door together. Okay. We're holding hands. No, we're not. In a line. <laughs> Just you and Bechamel. That's it. Just you. <laughs> so you guys walk to the exit and you're in the streets. Um, if you ask directions for where to apply for the wild hunt, the answer from people is going to be, well, normally it's up that away, but they've already chosen the participants this year. There isn't any application process still going. Ooh, who's, who was chosen? Well, I don't, I don't know. I just know that the application process closed. They've already selected the hunters and prey. And and when is the wild hunt? I think it starts in a couple hours at midnight. Do you think we could make it if we, like, ran? I mean, you could make it there. I don't know what good you intend to do. I mean, none, but okay. Are you heading that way, or what are you doing? Yes. I want to go check it out. Okay. So, you guys... Head that direction, and you get to the beginning of the wild hunt, and there is a huge crowd there. And they announce, we have our hunters selected for this year. In addition to our regular leaders, we have Anastasia Featherwhite. Amazing. We have 
Karn of the Westwood. Uh, I mean, <laughs> was that guy? <laughs> and we have Addie something or other. And, and of course, we have our prey. We have Stephanie, Leander, and Carl, and Michael. Carl! As you know, the wild hunt begins, and it ends when our hunters successfully dispatch all of their prey. And the horn will sound in three, two, one. And one of the hunters up there, cloaked all in black, lifts the horn to his mouth and blows it. And the gates for some sort of hidden cell opens. And you see three men and one woman go running out the door. And the announcer says, let the hunt begin. This feels a little Game of Thronesy, or maybe uh, Hunger Gamesy. <laughs> it's almost like this is a dangerous game. One of the most dangerous games. Yeah, possibly. Um, Ivy's gonna make a beeline for Leander, like running after him. So, question: Is this is this hunt happening like throughout the city, or is it like contained in an arena? Oh, it's throughout the city. Oh, yeah, there's no barriers to the hunt. So, Whitburn. Hey. Do me a favor, since you have a history, I'll just give me a six intellect-based roll. Uh, is that with the training? With the training already. That's 17. You've heard of the wild hunt. This happens once a year. It is brutal. There has been only one time when the prey has survived the wild hunt, and that was Baba Yaga, and it was because she managed to kill everybody hunting for her. I've heard of this terrible hunt. Only way to survive the hunt is to hunt them first. Sir Percy? Oh, um... How you feeling? Kind of wish you hadn't asked me that, honestly. Yeah, Sir Percy, you were definitely <laughs> having a hard time. Like, everything is kind of blurry. And honestly, Ivy looks like she keeps, like, halfway melting into the sidewalk. Except that occasionally her teeth grow long and jagged, like when she's a were-possum when you see her. Except that she sounds like she's talking normally. Uh, Ivy, what's wrong? We're not going fast enough to kill Laird all ourselves. What? Well, this is a hunt. It ends when all the prey is dead. We kill him, steal the blinders. Problem solved. Come on, get out of the sidewalk. And Percy's gonna <laughs> pick her up. <laughs> you pick her up, it's weird, like... Like, everybody else can see Percy easily lift Ivy, but Percy, it feels like Ivy keeps, like, sliding over your arms. Like, she's just sort of, like, jelly goo. So Percy will do that thing like you do when you're trying to catch goo. Why, why can't I hold all this Ivy? Why can't I hold all... Yeah, she's just, like, trying to hang on to Ivy. Mm -hmm. And just basically to Ivy, it's like being awkwardly fondled. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Nothing awkward about it. <laughs> <laughs> very clinical. Very focused. Okay. What you guys doing? Leander's bolting, for sure. I think she... We should help. Ivy's going to try and get Sir Percy to chase Leander. Yep. We should assist Leander. Okay. So Leander, by the way, looks to be sort of a young man with, you know, blonde hair and relatively simple clothes you know, running at a distance. Of course, 
to Sir Percy, it also looks like they have like a weird swishing tail behind them. Ooh, what kind of tail? Like a, a horse's tail or like a cat's tail or like a lizard tail? More reptilian. Ooh, man, this place is weird. You see that guy with the tail? Do we see a tail? Only person you see with the tail is the announcer up at the top of the podium who has a horse's tail. The announcer? No, no, no. The the, the guy running over there. Rocks, they've addled Sir Percy's mind. Her mind has been taken, I... Why are you part possum right now? It's not night. She's uh, not part possum right now. You uh, remember? Remember what? You uh, emergency consumed oh. the... Uh... I think it's kicking in, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have it there. This is Sir Percy's MK Ultra experience. <laughs> Perhaps we should get going. Whitburn's going to start running after Leander. Okay. So you guys start running after Leander. Let's see. Samson, give me evens or odds. Evens. Okay. Alex, roll and tell me what you get. Even. Okay. So you guys are making pretty good progress towards Leander. When Leander kind of turns the corner and you see Leander kind of getting cornered by what looks to be one of the hunters. This hunter has a huge blade on their person and seems to be ready to attack Leander. And at this point, if you would like to intervene, I need you guys to roll initiative. I'm going to do that. Dan, quick question. Because Whitburn is lost, I can choose to automatically succeed on an initiative task. What does that mean for initiative? Automatically succeed on an initiative task. It's because cipher initiative isn't really how we do it. Oh. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, essentially, you could automatically succeed in the sense that you're automatically going to be before any of the NPCs. Oh, uh, okay. Which is not a terrible thing. Yeah. I'm going to choose to do that. Uh, 16. Okay. I got a 10. Oh, three for Alex. Okay. First up is Samson. This guy's got a huge sword, and he's coming at Leander very quickly. Is he on a horse? He is on a dire wolf. Cool. Woodburn's going to run up and try to grab him and pull him off. Okay. So give me a might-based roll of 15. I'm going to put a level of effort into that. Mm -hmm. And going to keep it on the desk this time. I rolled a one. <laughs> okay. So Whitburn tries to grab this person off the horse, and instead they kind of see you coming and manage to swing their sword at you. Blasty dog. Whitburn, please take four might damage. Next up is Sir Percy. What level is... I want to use Terrifying Presence, and it, it's level three or lower, or I can spend effort to bump up the level. This creature is at least level five. Oh, man, that's so many effort. It's 15 you're trying to get to. By the way, everything you're doing is hindered by two steps because you are tripping balls. <laughs> oh, I can't afford it. Okay. This is what happens when I pick a non-combat ability. So you're going to fleet a foot? It's not Noshin. <laughs> We're the warrior in the base cipher system. I said that. No. All right. <laughs> I guess she is going to use... 
swipe. Okay. Swipe or no swipe? Um, which is a quick agile melee attack. Right or left? <laughs> oh, I don't I don't know which way is the funny way. I don't know what would be a funny joke at this moment. Never use Tinder. Mm-hmm. Do you swipe right when you're like, yeah, I'd hit that? Yeah, right. Swipe's good. Okay. So yeah, uh, I guess I roll for it. It's it just it does one less point of damage, but it dazes the target for a round. Okay, so you're hindered by two steps, so it's a twenty-one. God. Would you like to spend my effort? I can only spend one effort. That makes it an eighteen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean she'll fucking try. Shit, she'll try real hard. All right, six. Nope, you miss. Next up is the creature's turn. It is going to swing its sword at Leander, and Leander is going to take some damage. He does not enjoy that. And next up is Agrippina. All righty. Can I far step in front of this dude? So, like, between him and the guy attacking? Yes, you could. Okay. I will do that. Okay, so that puts you in between him and Leander. And I'll just hold the crossbow menacingly at the guy attacking. Okay, cool. Next up is Ivy. Ivy gonna try and hit him with her axe. Okay, so you are no longer hindered in medium weapons, so it's just gonna be a plain 15. Okay, I got a 20. Wow. Do you want the major effect or extra damage? Always extra damage, as Stace has taught me. Yes. Okay, so that is 8 damage. Okay, next up is, oh, I should give the Leander a turn, but Leander ran. Anyway, so next up, it is Whitburn. I think Whitburn's gonna punch this guy. Okay, so that's a 15 to hit. I'll just roll that straight. 10. Yeah, he missed, unfortunately. Next up is Sir Percy. Mm, Sir Percy's gonna attempt another wild swing. Okay, so let's hit her by two steps, so that's a 21. That effort again? Mm, 10. Okay, so Percy misses. Next up is the figure. Currently, Agrippina is in between this figure and Leander, so he is going to swing at Agrippina. Agrippina, please make a 15 speed defense roll. Yeah, sure. That's a five. Okay, you'll take four damage. Great. Great. Next up is Agrippina. I want to Fae Blast this guy. Okay. I'll do a physical attack. Okay, so that's a 15 to hit. And I'll spend a level of effort. Okay, so that brings it down to a 12. That's a 17. Oh, so that's plus one damage. So yeah, we'll take five damage. They're not looking great. Next up is Ivy. Ivy gonna try and finish him off. How would she like to do that? With her axe? Big old, you know, executioner style swing. Okay, so that's a 15 to hit. 15. Nice. Tell me how you kill this hunter. I think she beheads him. Okay, nice. So you behead this hunter and blood spurts up in a geyser and falls under all over you. Sir Percy, this blood geyser looks like magma gold falling up into the sky and then landing on you in like a hot rain. Guys, you should go get some of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Leander. Leander is going to try to bolt, unless somebody's going to try to convince him to stay. Leander's not sticking around. Whitburn will try to grab him. Yeah, we're going to try to do him. Okay. 
So I'm going to assume at least two of you will help with that. Preferably not Sir Percy, since she's so hindered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or um, she's focused on something else. Yeah, I'll help. Percy's just like enjoying the magma rain. So Whitburn, um, you'll have two assets to this. That brings it down to a three before whatever else you do. It's might based. I'm going to put a level of effort into this. Make it a gimme. Make it a gimme, because okay. I don't trust my dice. Okay, so you grab Leander, and you've got him held. And he's like, let me go, let me go. Don't you understand? These, these, these guys are going to kill me. Hold, boy, hold. Just want to ask you some questions. I don't have time to answer questions. These guys are trying to kill me. He'll whip him a turnover and just be like, this one ain't. This one's taking its final rest. Just to show that, oh, hey. We can take care of these guys. Okay. So give me a social roll of nine. I'll give you an asset because there is a dead person there, so it's a six. Good, because that's what I rolled. A six. Yay! Okay. So Leander calms down. Okay, but we've gotta we've gotta get out of sight. I can't risk another one of them finding us. Is there a nearby alleyway or building we can pop into? Sure. Yeah, there is a nearby alleyway. I'll let go of him and push him off. Into the breach. Uh, so you guys get him in the corner? Sir Percy, this way. Oh, yeah. This way. No, I mean, I'd rather stay here. No, don't sit down. Come on. I was... Uh, I was sitting down. You were down. sitting down. Come on. Can I talk to your crossbow? Yeah. See if Bathsheba will talk to you. I'll hand her the crossbow. Bathsheba, will you talk to me? There's no answer. Leander is, like, looking at Whitburn kind of concerned. She's fine. I assume. I don't know. Ah, uh, but... Some time ago, he won a uh, chanted blinder off of a blue girl. Blue-haired fairy. That one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have it on me. Of course, why would I carry a thing like that on me? Oh well, then where is it? I hid it. Isn't that what you do with your treasures? We would love to pay you handsomely for it and get you out of the situation. Maybe I believe we have paid them handsomely by uh, offing his. Uh, Pursuer back there. But we will throw in this pair of panties to make the deal sweeter. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Agrippina. Don't forget your cipher. Jesus Christ. Okay. What is my cipher? Oh, yes. Um, what if I give you this? And I'll open the heart box. Okay, so you give him the still-beating heart of a stag. He looks at it, and he... Seems kind of overcome. And he says, kind of almost distantly, I buried it at a crossroads in the, in the woods, away to Nightingale. I, I wanted it for safekeeping. I put a pile of stones, and I carved my name into one of them. Okay, let's go back to Nightingale. Bye. You. You take me with you. You don't get the blinders, though. Get the panties, that's it. I just need to get out of here. Why? This place is great. Over here, Sir Percy. Yeah, they're, they're like neon lights glowing for Sir Percy. This is amazing. <laughs> I fucking love this place. It'll be tough getting you out of the city, so you'll have to follow our command. Okay. Okay. I, I can deal with that. I, I paid the guard to, to guard the stones well, so I think it should be okay. Say that! You say that! I best he best be coming with us. <laughs> okay, where are you guys going? Nightingale. Guess we'll try to head to the docks as stealthy as possible. 
So why don't you guys give me, each of you guys give me a stealth roll of 12. The hunt is on. This is speed? Mm-hmm. Whitborn has an inability in speed, non-combat speed tasks. Yeah, so it's a 15 for Whitborn. I rolled a 15. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Okay, way to go. So Percy, you were hindered by two steps during this. Yeah, also wearing flamboyant clothing. She's six feet tall, wearing a crested helm. Mm-hmm. You're not the weirdest person here, though. Also, wore, I also rolled an 11. That, on the other yeah. hand, is a problem. Yeah. What about Ivy? 17. Okay. Agrippina? Four. Yeah. One of the other hunters is going to find you on your way to the docks. This hunter is coming at you guys. They are carrying their own crossbow, and they also have a trained boar that is coming for you guys and you're going to need to roll initiative again oh boy great nine six four just need to check what danger sense does uh whitborn is going to use his danger sensibility pace speed to get a plus three in initiative oh 21 nice whitborn you're first there's this boar and this hunter all right uh whitborn will pull out a flintlock pistol, aim it at the hunter, and fire. Okay, so that will be a 12 to hit. 15. Okay, so you hit that hunter for... I Your flintlock pistol, is it light or medium? I put it down as a medium, but I don't know if that's if it should be a light weapon. Okay, we'll, we'll say it's a medium. Four point. Next up is the hunter... The hunter is going to shoot their crossbow at Leander. They're going to succeed, so Leander will take another four damage. Leander is looking really bad. Really, really bad. Next up is Ivy. Yeah, I was going to have Percy take the attack because she's not good at anything else, and that's an automatic. Okay, so Percy can take four damage for her. He hates it. Next up is Ivy. You've just seen Percy, like, dodge in the way of the crossbow and get hit by it. Purely accidental. I think, I guess what Ivy's going to do is hand to Percy her hat, grab Leander, and use face change. Ooh. Or face taker. So that's where you make you look like your fate, like, look like Leander, essentially? Yes. And kind of do that movie-esque, like, quickly, like, Spin around and kind of shuffle the marbles. Does your face change only affect your physical form, or does it affect your clothing as well? Mm. It's more fun if it affects your clothing as well. Let's say that it does. You can change your appearance over the course of one minute to look like someone else or about your size who you had direct contact with. Oh, over one minute? That's a problem, because each round is six seconds. Oh, then that's not a good idea. Then I guess what we are going to do is ask this hunter a question. Okay, so that's a 12 to hit. 12. Okay, so you hit this hunter. They do not like that damage at all. Next up is your friend and mine, Agrippina. I guess I'll attack this other hunter. I'll use another Fae Blast. Okay, so that will be 12 to hit. That's an 8. Okay, so that misses... The boar should have gone, actually, right after Alex. So it is going to charge at 
Leander, and it's going to do three damage. Next up can't be Sir Percy, because Sir Percy took the attack, so now it is back to Whitburn. He is going to uh, stow his flintlock pistol and punch the boar. That sounds dope. Bold. Okay. So that will be a nine to hit. All right. Your needs no weapons, right? Yeah, needs no weapons. Should Is that a six? Since my punches are light weapons and they're eased. Your punches are medium weapons if you need no weapons, so it'll be flat out nine. But you'll do four damage if you hit. Okay, I see. Yep. Nineteen. Oh. Minor effect or extra damage? Extra damage sounds cool. Okay. What does it look like when you somehow punch this boar to death? <laughs> <laughs> so I think um, after the boar like, kind of makes a like goring attack on Leander, Whitmore just like stows his pistol and then just like left hooks into it. And then there's just like this like thud of meat as it just like almost like family guy just kind of like drops suddenly. You know, when they do like quick drop to like the ground, that's kind of what it looks like. Just this thunk. Thud, thud. I don't know, but I'll follow along with you. Okay. It doesn't look like much. It just just drops. Still cool. You still killed the boar. Awesome. Next up is Ivy. Chopping away at the hunter. No, wait. Sorry. It's the hunter's turn. The hunter is going to try to shoot at Leander. Leander's going to get hit unless somebody takes the attack. Is it a new round? I'll take the attack. It's a new round. I got this. Okay. So, Percy, you'll take four damage. Oh, Percy has three armor. So that would, the three armor resists, for sure. Okay. So you've only taken one damage each time this time. Okay. Glad I remembered that. Okay, so now it's Ivy's turn. Axe. Okay, so that's a 12 to hit. 17. Oh. What does it look like when you kill this hunter with your axe? And you split the hunter in twain. For sure. So you bring your axe down, and you split this hunter in twain, and it is disgusting. There is this blood geyser, and once again, Sir Percy gets rained on it. It's not clear why the blood seems to flow in that way, but Sir Percy definitely gets drenched in it, and Sir Percy, it is like liquid sunlight falling on you. You are feeling awesome. And you guys are out of combat, and you continue making your way to the docks. The ship you brought passage on is gone. There are other ships here, but nobody that you've negotiated with previously. Ivy's just going to rush up to the first ship and find the captain. Okay. Tori Amos. Captain Tori Amos. No. Okay, fine. It's Tori Amos. <laughs> but Captain Amos is uh, waiting there for you. And uh, this captain, shortish woman with long red curly hair. Yeah, what can I help you with? Congratulations. We would like to buy passage back to Nightingale Vale. You would not believe how often people come and ask for passage out of catchfuls. I'm afraid it is 30 gold per person. I think we can agree on a lower price. We have these wonderful panties that you can have. Okay. So you're you're trained, so it's going to be a nine to try to make this negotiation. Nineteen. Wow. Okay, so Captain Amos agrees to ten gold a person. Ivy, I think you can pay that, and everybody gets on board, and the ship sets sail shortly. Leander insists on staying below decks the whole time, because he's not convinced that the hunters won't find him upon the sea. And after about a day, you guys find your way back to dock, and Leander leads you and points ahead shakily to a crossroads and says, 
It's over there. Sir Percy, you're no longer high, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Can we say we've taken the rest required to get our pools back? Yeah, it's taken you over a day, so you could say you've had all the stress. Just put your guys back to full. I'm not gonna... I guess Ivy goes kicking rocks and seeing if she can find it. And uh, as you do that, Leander's like, oh, I wouldn't do that. I paid the Guardian well. And sure enough, you go and start kicking rocks, and one of the trees reaches out to try to grab you. Please make a speed defense roll of 12. 13. Okay, you dodge as this tree branch that's also a hand reaches out to try to grab you. Ivy counters with her axe. Okay, well, it'll be initiative now, so everybody roll initiative. 14. One. Oh, wow. Wow. Two. Yikes. Sir Percy? 14. Okay, so first one up is this uh, creature. It is going to swing again at Ivy. Ivy, please make a... No, actually, it was a 12, so no. First up is either Sir Percy or Ivy, your guys' choice. Oh, Sir Percy's stepping up. Okay, Sir Percy, what would you like to do? I'm going to use swipe. Okay, so you swipe at this creature. It is going to be a 12 to hit. I'm going to expend effort. Okay, so it's a 9 to hit. Eight. Mm. Oh, rough. Mm. Sir Percy misses. Next up is Ivy. I'm in with that axe. Okay. So that's a 12 to hit. 16. Okay. You hit this creature. It takes some damage. It does not like that. And next up is Leander's turn. Leander calls out. He's like, Guardian, Guardian, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's me, the one who paid you. You know, stand down, stand down. And uh, let's see here. Samson, roll a die. Tell me if you get evens or odds. Even. The creature looks at him and stands down and says, Ah, no, it is you who paid the contract. You may approach. And Leander goes up and moves these stones around and digs in them and pulls out a set of blinders. They look very much like Horser's blinders, except that they seem to beam with a magical brilliance. He's like, here. Bathsheba, is that it? The Bathsheba responds to you, says like, what the fuck do you think it is? <laughs> we have been all over the goddamn heartwood. The guy said where he buried it. He just dug it up. What do you think those are? <laughs> yes, they're the blinders. <laughs> Thanks. Great. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to validate you. That's my whole purpose in life. Feels so good to have someone <laughs> validate me. Uh, give the blinders here lad send you on your way yes i mean i mean you guys have saved my life multiple times over uh here here you go and he hands the blinders to whitporn and he's like i I have to go the the hunt's gonna keep going i've got to find shelter find the witch baba yaga she might be able to help you or she'll kill you she usually eats people like me, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. And he goes running off into the woods. So you guys have these blinders now. They turn them in. So it takes you about two days walk to get to Nightingale. And, but you can hear a distinctive song as it approaches. And you find yourselves back in town. And if you head over to the administrative building, you find Mori Hothotham there. He's on to a different piece of documentation, but... 
He's not that much farther along than he was before. But when you walk in, he sees the blinders in your hand. And Healy Bruce like, oh my god, you have them! You have them! Oh, please, please hand them over right away. So you lied to us. What? You, you gambled them away. I don't remember gambling them away. I mean... You gave them away to the blue-haired fairy. I don't remember doing that. I remember her... remember taking of her services, but I don't remember giving her my blinders. Sounds like you were deep in the drink when you did it. Well, that's possible. I do enjoy the drink on occasion. Seems to me, Master Hoofbottom, that giving you these blinders isn't going to uh, ease your pain, as it were. Not about easing my pain, Whipper, and it's about helping me get by. You don't think you can do more than that? If I could, I would have done it already. It's about getting as best as I can be, not... I didn't ask you to, for help. Well, I didn't ask you for help anyway, but I'm not looking for a cure, Whitburn. This is who I am. I just need this to help me get by, to make it possible for me to thrive in my own way. So don't gamble them away again. I'll do my best. Thank you, Sir Percy. I did it because she made me. Either way, are you guys handing him the blinders? Yeah, Whitburn will throw it to him and leave the room. He puts them on, and he says, oh, thank you. And it's like, there's a moment, and he focuses, he's like, okay, and he shuffles through some papers, and he fills out some paperwork, signs it, and then hands you a small slip and says, please take this to the listing king for your reward. I've processed your contracts. Yes, Ivy takes it, and then heads out to the door, and thinks she can cut in line. Actually, the guards at the Listen King, when you show the slip, will let you all cut in line. Oh, wow. I guess we are cool now. And Ivy, since you were the most emphatic about it, Ivy, the Listen King says, things are difficult sometimes to, to solve in terms of curses. But I can give you this. And he hands you a small stone that is carved in the shape of a small insect. It might even look like a tick. And says, this will vibrate closer you get to your cure. The secret is you have to find the one who cursed you with this. And this will help you find them. Thank you. And it's cute, too. It's like a little accessory. Mm-hmm. Sir Whitborn. Right. He hands you a small compass. And he says, Fiddler's Green is always moving. But this arrow will always point in its direction. I, I thank ye, your majesty. And Woodward backs away. And then Sir Percy stepped forward. And he send, hands you a small stone. And he says, set this beneath your pillow each night for a week. And it will tell you where to point your rage. Bring down that which has vexed you. It's the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be Ivy. Amazing. Yeah, I was going to be like, over there. Thank you, Your Majesty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Been bathed in male tears. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing, man. <laughs> I can smell the toxic fumes from here. Agrippina. Hi. He hands you an arrow, and he says... You're not ready to shoot this arrow yet. But when the time comes, it'll be an opportunity 
for you and Bathsheba to free yourselves from one another once and for all. Damn, I'm gonna have to find a bow now. <laughs> oh, because crossbows take bolts? Yeah. Sorry, sir. Sorry. Yeah. Bolts I just today. Whatever. <laughs> That's part of the journey, you know? And the listening king looks at you all and says, Thank you so much for your service and courtesy. It's fine day. Thank you for helping our town and the kingdom at large. You are welcome to visit our fair town anytime you wish, as long as you abide by our rules. And allow me to present you all with this. And he hands you a small item. And it is a gift card with a poison apple and lace bodice, your choice. For 15 gold. Motherfucker. <laughs> and he says, thank you so much. I hope this small token of our esteem will serve as recognition for your fine work. And that's where we'll end this one shot. <laughs> and we are all mad here. <laughs> Was it only the one card for four of us? One card oh for four God. of you. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing, just so we need This guy's the worst boss. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to pick on Marietta. Something from this. I enjoyed playing the character that I was like. I liked the erraticness of it, as far as like, wasn't really like a cohesive plotline, which I think we kind of like knew it wasn't going to be going in, but it was interesting to see the yeah. madness and quotations twists in there. Um, mm-hmm. in the story, and it'd be really curious to see, like, more of the world. Yeah. yeah. There was a whole other plot line you guys could have pursued with trying to get Baba Yaga to recreate the blinders and things like that, but it would have been a whole different path for you guys. Next time we do Baba Yaga. Yeah, next time we do Baba Yaga, for sure. <laughs> we have a segment that we do each week called player intrusions. That's where we offer the listeners an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is my turn again, and I will offer you all an XP to check out the a wonderful film from New Zealand, What We Do in the Shadows, by Taika Watiti. You may be familiar with the FX series, also from the same you know producing team, but it is essentially a mockumentary where documentarians are following around these vampires in Wellington, New Zealand. And it is so wonderful. Taika Watiti plays this 18th century dandy vampire of Iago. Jermaine Clement plays essentially this analog for Dracula, except he is, you know, Vladimir the poker. And Deacon, this vampire who was... It spoils a lot, but you get to see all of this like weird stuff going on with these vampires who are also just flatmates and dealing with things um, that are practical about who does what chores, how they deal with their familiars. They end up making a vampire that's a modern person and dealing with the conflict that brings, dealing with the werewolves of Wellington, New Zealand, which you can imagine are both as polite and <laughs> and goofy as you can imagine. And of course, the TV series on FX is wonderful as well, although that takes place in the U.S., but it is still lovely. I would highly recommend it. It's something that my wife and I watch often. We rewatched it recently on election night so that we could distract ourselves from the news and doom scrolling. It is just 
wonderful. And it's one of those things that we find ourselves thinking of jokes from it all the time and quoting it. So I just highly recommend it. It's just a lovely, subtle comedy, which is delightful, all things considered. Has anybody else watched that movie, What We Do in the Shadows? I mean, it's fairly old at this point. I've seen the movie. I haven't seen the uh, TV show yet. Yeah. Movie's very good. The TV show is excellent as well. Highly recommend it. If people wanted to reach out to us to tell us what they think about the show or what we do in the shadows, how would they do that, Marietta? They should slide on over to our website, which you can access on your internet browser. You go to explorerswanted.fm. And yeah, we have a lot of social medias that you can find on there. We are pretty active on Twitter, where we're at Explorers Wanted. We're at Explorers Wanted Podcast on Instagram. We have a Facebook page, Explorers Wanted Podcast. If you really want to interact with us, the best way to do so would be to click on any of the links on the social media or the website to our Discord server, and we are very active on there. We would love to see pictures of your animals, of your plants. Come tell us things. Talk about video games and TV shows and and podcasts and just about anything. We would love to have you join part of our community. And if you are looking to support us financially to help us reach some of our big dream goals... The best way to do that is to go to our Patreon, which is we are Explorers Wanted podcast on there. We have several different tiers. If you can work it into your budget and that works for you, greatly appreciate it and help us reach our goals. Awesome. Yeah. And honestly, the best thing you could do for us at this point is to tell a friend if you enjoyed the show and tell them what you liked about the show and why they should listen. The second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory specifically Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Stitcher. makes a huge difference for people checking us out. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it meh, well, I'd like to remind you that once upon a time does not always end in happily ever after. And in principle, we all know that happy endings coming from knowing when to stop the tale. But I hope you do find happiness all the same. And if you find happiness is hard to come by these days, know that you are not alone and help is available. There are resources out there to help you take care of yourselves because in the end, we only have each other. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can also find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Show me the way to Fiddler's Green at Slant Potato. Tell me your favorite waifu at BLC Unicorn. Tell me that Twitter is worthwhile at I'm on a hype. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night, day, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good day and bye. Okay, um, you need to decide on who's doing this player intrusion. It's either Alex or Samson. Um, I just went with uh, Hades, so I think it's Alex. Yeah, but it's still Alex or Samson because it was me, Marietta, Stace went this last time, so it's either Alex or Samson again.
I mean, I can take it again. I'll give listeners an XP to consider tearing down the Electra College. <laughs> no. Okay, I can go again. It's fine. Um, so. Alex. Sleepy Alex. 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 Uh, Alex, wake up. Alan. Alan. Just Twitter sign off. You're so close.